Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including finally Has Been Hotel, which we'll be getting into right now. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Michelle Ander. Hello. Sarah Potter. Hello. And Sarah Dolman. Hi. Yes, Has Been Hotel is the long-awaited independent series, but we have a pilot, I guess, a pilot for hopefully a series is was released finally today, October 28th, um, after a lot of buildup and clips being released, and we've been looking forward to this show, Um, so we're excited to get into it. We're Overly Animated. We talk about a bunch of animated shows and movies. Find us at OverlyAnimated.com. Search for us on iTunes by searching for Overly Animated, or your podcast app, and uh, find us on YouTube at youtube.com slash Overly Animated. Um, yeah, the Has Been Hotel Pilot is up on YouTube. Just search for Has Been Hotel Pilot. I think you'll find it. Um, already 500,000 views as of tonight. That's crazy. Woo! It's a very popular show. How many likes? I think almost 200. How many likes? Thousand, right? 200, 200. <laughs> 200, likes. Yeah, what do you mean? Wait, what do you mean? How many likes? Is that is that how Cartoon Network measures the? <laughs> no, just saying. It's a okay. lot of likes. A lot of likes. Yeah, that people like it. Yeah, by physically liking <laughs> yes. it on YouTube. Uh, Aspen Hotel is created by um, Vivian Medrano, uh, Vivzy Pop, um, and Spindle Horse. I think they're an independent. It's like an independent production. Um, I'm not like the biggest Aspen Hotel stan, so. Um, I know there's people that follow this a lot more than me, so I don't have all the details memorized. There's people that knew all these characters coming in, so I apologize if we get things wrong on this podcast. I'm very much a casual, but I was looking forward to this anyway, and um, this is uh, pretty crazy that just this indie team of animators got this 30-minute long pilot out there, Um, and so definitely want to give it its due and get into it, so... Um, I guess without further ado, Michelle, what are your reactions to the Hasbin Hotel pilot? I was a casual on this also. I'd seen like a couple of the scenes released. Um, I, I'd known about the project for at least a year, maybe a little over, but I was, <laughs> I was not mentally or emotionally prepared <laughs> for the, the gloriousness of the pilot. Um, I, I'm honestly still like processing, I think, cause like I've gotten so used to seeing like a certain kind of look of a show for a while now. And this show so wholly looks like its own thing, which is both reflect refreshing and kind of an, a mental adjustment. I honestly don't think I've ever enjoyed swearing so much <laughs> for an adult animated thing as this, just because like, it's, it's so funny um, and everyone's expressions are so all over the place, but like very goofy in, in like a, a nice, like contained sort of way. Um, all the characters are really good. The voice acting's really good. I enjoyed all the songs and like everyone's really hot. And I know it's not like the most important <laughs> thing, but I was just like, wow, like literally everyone's really hot. And whatever your kink is, you can probably find it oh in this God. hell show. And that's great, maybe. Uh, <laughs> hmm. A bad tangent. Okay, reeling it in. Um, I think this is an awesome pilot. Um, I, I mean, clearly a lot of people's blood, sweat, and tears went into this. And it's very hard to make 
a pilot on your own without a, a giant network yeah. to support you. But with that comes a lot of freedom and you see a lot of the freedom and the kinds of things they can joke about and the kind of plot they're doing. And it's just like, it feels like such a win for indie creators. Like I, I hope, I hope there's more. I will spend money to make that happen because this is just like a beautiful thing that exists. And I love it so much. Awesome. Yeah. Uh, not, I know there's a Patreon for the pilot. I'm not sure if, uh, what's what's going on with the series or anything but yeah all the other independent projects too that'd be that'd be fantastic um okay and that was a good idea with the background on uh has been hotel so uh therapy what's your background and what did you think of the (laughs) pilot Uh, too many sarahs but um i literally avoided everything for this show not because i was like actively was avoiding it but just because no spoilers for has been hotel None. Like, all I knew about the show was that, like, I'd seen, like, a couple stills, because that's kind of impossible to not see, like, just, like, maybe a couple screenshots every now and then. But other than the fact that I saw you all just talking about, like, how it just felt like it was taking forever to come out, like, I knew nothing about this show. And I kind of kept it that way on purpose, because, like, I didn't feel very interested in it, and it wasn't out yet, so I didn't want to, like, chase it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to get, like, hyped up for something that wasn't out yet, because just that's not worth it like if i don't need to be yeah, hyped but now but now that it is out now it's out i watched it immediately i watched it the first day because it's like it's out i want to see it and i'll say it was kind of a trip for the fact that i knew nothing about it going in um it's probably a lot knowing almost nothing about it it was a lot yeah. i'll agree um i think that the second half hit a lot better for me than the first half having knowing nothing about mm. the show going in like the part where they're actually in the hotel and it's kind of like what appears to be like the four main characters interacting a bunch um and i really enjoyed that but the first half was very edgy humor and a lot of crazy stuff but i did like the songs i did like the facial expressions and everybody like i think there was a lot of fun like visual um ways everyone looked and i did like the overall style like it really played off a lot of the stuff i like about the star and in that show uh like it feels a lot like that in some ways but I'm not sure if I like the kind – it feels – the humor humor's hard. Humor is hard and it won't hit the same for everybody. And it just kind of missed for me. And I don't know if that's just me or if that's the show. Like it's hard to tell this early on. That's all. Yeah, that's interesting. I definitely want to get into into that too. Okay, nice. Um, Sarah D., what are your uh, – <laughs> uh, what's your background, Hasbun Hotel, and what do you think of the pilot? Yeah, so I was also, like, fairly casual, but I did watch, I think, all of the clips and songs that had been released, and I was... That that means you watched half the episode before it came out, because... Yeah, I guess. Um, but yeah, no, I was, I was really looking forward to it because I really, um, was hyped for what I had seen of especially Charlie's character, you know, her being super optimistic and wanting to help rehabilitate demons. And of course I really, I really loved her song that had been posted like a year ago from now. Um, and like for the most part, I wasn't disappointed. Like I thought it was fun to watch uh, visually. There's so much happening, but it looks so good. Um, I'd probably have to watch it several more times to catch all of the details that they put into it. Um, 
And I, I definitely wasn't disappointed by Charlie's character and Vaggie as well and the relationship. Um, of course, got that queer representation. Gotta love it. And yes. um, how they balance each other out um, was really great. Their dynamic. Um, I was There was stuff I wasn't so crazy about, like the turf war stuff. I also, like, the humor was also pretty hit and miss for me, so I'll agree with uh, Sarah about that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> and uh you know alistair is so sketchy um i thought angel dust like was funny at times but also really just a creep um but overall <laughs> with those, those thoughts in mind i thought the pilot sets out a really interesting premise and then you know like three years from now when we see more of the show <laughs> i'm sure that i'll check it out <laughs> and, I and i loved the music too i'm absolutely stunned that you like charlie like that's completely not <laughs> totally out of that's character for me <laughs> wow three, three years from now i think is the best case scenario for getting i would just be happy if we ever got the rest of the show i, I know of no current plans for but they, they have to have a studio pick it up right like they can't just indie produce the rest of the show but um so just appear out of thin air <laughs> yeah i mean but this pilot sort of did so that's one of the streaming, one of the 10 streaming services absolutely should. I mean, it's like perfect, I feel like, for <laughs> what's something. Anyway, um, this pilot was a lot. Uh, I think that was the main reaction on first viewing. Uh, this was hard to follow the, fir the first time. I don't know, like I'd seen all the clips too, and I like just didn't, I'd only seen them once except for the um, Inside of Redeems of Rainbow, which I saw like 20 times, which is amazing. Um, but uh, it's it, it, this is like too much stuff for a pilot, but obviously I understand why there's so much because this is like the only thing they got. It's like one episode order, so you're going to put a bunch of stuff in here. Um, second viewing, it worked a lot better. Like there was... it things just made more sense once you knew to expect mm -hmm. a ton of characters mm -hmm. and um everything kind of happening very quickly after after one another the biggest thing i think that stands out to me is how just like visually stunning the show is um really impressed with the animation on this um it's very like bright and colorful which helps it pop more that kind of style is easier to it's like easier for that ty type of uh, style to pop but i think it was really incredible honestly this might be the thing all year i'm the most impressed by visually there's like five sequences really? in here i think are amazing um and uh that that's like my big takeaway that's that's number one for me i also really love charlie and uh charlie and vaggie's relationship um i think there's not enough of that i wanted more of that but they were still really good um uh, even though he's not my type of character, I think Alistair does end up stealing the show here. I think he's probably the character that pops the most. I, I yeah. agree. That seems to be what the comments on YouTube also say. Everyone loves I really Alistair. like Angel Dust also, though, I will say. He's, he's awful, but he's also kind of great. I think I think the problem with the show, not, not problem, sorry, the thing with the show is that all the characters are very very um what's the word um you either like them or you love them but it's every single character is like that i think um what do, what do you mean by that like like alistair like i i okay angel dust i really really didn't like but then michelle said you really liked angel dust mm -hmm. like hey you hate him or you love him yeah yeah I, yeah. yeah angel dust didn't pop for me either but i can totally see people and i think a lot of characters other than i think like charlie and baggy like they're like clearly like the most nice people yeah, in this world nice. <laughs> but everyone else is really just like i don't know it's either you like i either hate a character or i love them and it's just very little in between of that yeah um 
big personalities here. Um, I would argue, yeah. except, except for Vaggie, honestly, I'd argue, but, um, they, a lot of characters meant to, to pop. Alistair's the type of character fans love, you know, like the, the bad boy, the pretty bad boy guy. Um, but he, he's, it's just the, the animation you get with him and the, the sound design with his voice are really amazing. Um, and also the, the, I, the humor was, I also didn't super hit for me. Worked better second time. Every, it's too, it's too fast. Um, Sometimes the show is very edgy, and yeah. those parts work the least for me. That's what I'll say. I think, I think when it's, it's again, it's moving so fast because it's a pilot, and they only have this. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I think if it's a series, they need to slow down. But um, that being said, you know, second viewing, some, some, some jokes uh, hit, hit some more. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think there's a lot to like here. There's even elements I like that we haven't talked about yet. So how about we get into some more stuff that each of us like? Michelle, like, what's the, is there one thing that kind of popped for you the most? Uh, a scene, a character, a song, maybe? <laughs> I don't want to say it. Because it's the <laughs> most obvious thing. What I is mean, it? The, the line that, that's. <laughs> okay, Michelle. <laughs> I want to know. I want to know what you think is the most obvious thing that you would love. So it's a lot. Is a joke. Know. What is it? It's when Angel does is fighting Serpentius. <laughs> he gets wrapped up in chain, and Angel's like, "Oh, daddy!" And Serpentius like hesitates and son? like looks at him with sincerity, and it's like, "Son!" And then Angel does is like, "Wait, no, what? You're really too much into this." It's just such a good comic moment. I love it a lot. And also when when the assistant to Kate Killjoy, the the news reporter lady, he's like, oh yeah, I know Angel does. He's that like pimp. It's just like you would, Tom. And it's just like, oh it's just it's got these really snappy quick jokes and they're they're very funny and i'm not used to seeing this kind of humor um and i just love it a lot because it is just very refreshing and it's not like being adult for the sake of being adult and that's kind of really nice too because there are some like adult animated shows are just like yeah let's just swear a bunch because we because we can but like this show is like exists in hell there's a reason why everyone's like this (laughs) it's like i buy into it way more and it works better so i'm like honestly enjoying it a lot Okay, nice. I, I feel like you're you maybe also saying like the humor overall is is a highlight for you. Um, mm-hmm. so that's, that's good. Yeah. Nice. Um, yeah, I think that's one of the most notable lines for sure. Um, so, <laughs> 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 I'm glad Michelle's into that one. Uh, Sarah P, how about you? What's an element uh, that popped the most for you? Uh, I think the animation for me really popped for me, and specifically, I really liked how there were a lot of there was a lot of willingness to do unique stuff when it fit. Like, I think one of the most obvious ones is when Alistair had this, like, kind of corrupted effect. Like, there were runes flying around. Like, in the screen would actually, like, glitch about when he was getting to this evil voice thing. And I, like, I think that's just so cool. And, again, something you can't do outside of animation. And it's just, I don't know. It it it, it gets across what they want to get across in a way that's very difficult, in a way that feels believable outside of this medium. And I really liked it a lot. It's just very, very cool. Nice. Um. Yeah, definitely want to get more into Alistair as well. Uh, Sarah D, how about you? What's an element that stood out the most? Um, I would go with the music. I, you know, I had already heard the "Every Demon Is a Rainbow." It's so catchy, and the sequence is just incredible. So fast moving. Um, and like the uh, um, Charlie's voice actress, like, is such a great singer and voice actress. Um, and also, I really loved like the opening one. It's just like you know a little 
Disney princess number because um, you know I love Disney and so I, I loved <laughs> I loved that element to it um, but also showed so much vulnerability for a character I thought it was a really great way to open the episode um, and then Alistair's number was sort of bringing the song back I thought it was really cool um, with like with a twist and the animation in that sequence was really cool as well Nice. Yeah, definitely the songs had. Uh, a bunch of the voice actors, I think, have separate singing and speaking voice voice actors. I think Charlie's one of them. Um, love, both both Charlie's, are, I think, are really fantastic. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I really like all three of the songs, too. Um, love Alistair spinning off of uh, Charlie's big number at the end. That was that was an uh, unexpected, I think, highlight for me. Um, okay, I'll, gi- I'll give a small one as my highlight. The, uh, the Egg Boys. <laughs> egg Boys, yes! <laughs> Surprise! Michelle didn't love the egg boys. Do you want the, the Do you want Serpentius to shoot you? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I just they, their voice is just really good. Um, I, Michelle, I feel like as I feel like it's like Boxman and the Minions. I feel like no, yeah. yeah. And it's why weird. did these guys go to hell? The egg boys. Why? Yeah. Why are the egg boys in hell? Like, They're so sweet. They yeah. are really sweet, and they love. I mean, yeah, Serpentius totally has like a boxman vibe. He's kind of an incompetent villain who like thinks he's really cool, but then like Alistair doesn't even know who he is. So that really puts. Like, I think a- he knows who he is. I think he was uh, just. Yeah, no, cool. he's, he's definitely playing. <laughs> he's yeah, cool. he's a desperate snake boy trying to be a baddie up in hell, which is probably hard to do because everyone's already bad there. So like, I <laughs> how do you stand um, out? I, yeah, how do you stand out with that? So I, you know, Serpentius, like maybe he'll figure this stuff out. We'll better but he's like a petty villain and i like that yeah especially yeah egg, boy, egg boys um yeah they're also brought it in the stinger i think they're aware of how good they are i feel like the stinger mm-hmm. was unnecessary but i was happy to see one more egg boy one more time um, <laughs> oh you really like the egg boys <laughs> look i just I, I i uh wanted to point they haven't been mentioned yet i think they deserve their due here they do okay the, the fetuses need help <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay um what's what's other uh I want to go through the parts I I really uh, some some other parts I really liked. Um, Charlie. Well, let's go. We can get into the characters then. This will this will allow us to get in there. Let's talk about Charlie. Um, I think Charlie has a lot of parts other than her big number that aren't really flashy that I, that stood out to me is um, on her, especially her phone call uh, with her leaving a voicemail for her mom. I really like that scene. Um, also her introductory song, I think is really good. Um, it's just jam packed. So it's like, is there enough room for their main character? And I think there's kind of just enough here with Charlie. Um, Sarah, did you have other thoughts, thoughts on, uh, which Sarah, Sarah? Sarah <laughs> D, did you have other thoughts on Charlie that we haven't got into? <laughs> um, yeah, well, like what I, what I wrote down about Charlie's that she's like a Disney princess who's stuck in hell and just kind of wants to make everything bright and rainbows. Um, like I think her, like her optimism is such a shining bright light in like otherwise this, like, you know, really sort of edgy, creepy, uh hellscape literally um and like you know i really love how she wants to make a difference but in her way um uh you know but she like she's you know dealing with so much vulnerability um she's you know clearly expected by her parents to be a leader you know she's the heir she's the next in line for the throne or coming up in line um and she has, seems to have this really complicated relationship with her parents. I also really loved that phone call, and she seems to be dealing with a lot with what her parents expect of her and, and this disconnection with her mom who's not responding to her phone calls um, and how her dad seems to not really 
Believe think in very much right like that yeah. takes such a toll on you and like clearly we that really comes through um so she's going through a lot but what i also really loved is that she doesn't take any shit she still stand up for yeah. herself she stood up to was it katie killjoy the reporter mm-hmm. like she's like bitch like i'm gonna take your pen like <laughs> <laughs> uh, she like fought her yeah and they, they, and they just like fist fought um and of course she didn't take alistair's deal like she knew like what so the line that she was going to draw. So I, I I thought that even though there was so much happening in this pilot, I thought her character really shone or shone. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's like, there's just enough there, but I'd still like to see more of Charlie, like more, more, a little bit more character focus heading forward. Um, and especially I'd like to see more of Charlie and Vaggie, I think together. Yeah. Um, Vaggie's a character that is in a lot of scenes and talks a lot. I'm not sure I got too much of a read on who she is though. Um, anyone a big vaggy? By the way, I thought she was vaggy for a while. Um, <laughs> I, 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 I thought she was vaggy because the way they pronounced it. Yeah, so it's kind of vaggy, it. though. Yeah. No, yeah. It's pretty, yeah. I get okay. it now. Yeah, uh, but <laughs> it's, it's, <laughs> anyone a big vaggy stan after the episode? Uh, I guess I, I liked her a lot. Like, yeah. I, she played a very good straight man through the whole show. Yeah, she, was, whole... she was a big, she was very much a straight man, yeah. And that works really well as a part, like, not just as, like, like a love interest to Charlie, but like as a comedic partner to Charlie, like it works really well when Charlie gets all excited about this picture she drew of rainbows and and Maggie's <laughs> just like, uh, maybe don't do this, maybe don't. <laughs> and it's just it, it plays really well just because of the way they are and the way the voice actors act, the, way, the how good the voice actors are is what I'm trying to say. It plays really well. Um, but I do think that if we if there's a series of like this actually gets a series, which I do think I hope it does. It's it really, we need to see how they met. Setting that plays into why Faggy's here. Because there's a reason why she's the only other demon that really believes in Charlie. Like, there must be. Yeah. There's, there's, we need to, we need to learn about that. Um, and, uh, that, yeah, yeah, there's, Vaggy, um, yeah, I just, uh, yeah, it's how, how did she get to where she is in the show? Is, is, um, I'd like to see her maybe more, more than a straight man. Um, she has some, I, I liked her telling Alistair's backstory. I think that was, uh, that's one of the best scenes. So I think she's good at that. Um, I don't know. I think her with Angel Dust and like the limo, that was one of the low points for me. But, um, I don't know. Like, I like, I like that she gets mad and she's, um, sticking up for everything. Her and Charlie. So they've kind of like have two scenes, I guess. One is, um, before she's going to go on the news show and, um, we get uh i think vaggy calls her hun or charlie yeah so i think that's a highlight and then um uh like in terms of referencing them as a couple katie's like i don't touch the gays um so that's that's what we get with the two of them also they're just very touchy and uh and stuff um so definitely was hoping they would kiss in the episode um i mean i guess it's episode one i think it's very unique that it's a relationship they're already together going into the show that's like uh not sure i've seen uh, like a queer couple on TV like that in a long time. Um, I mean, Unless sure they were like married somewhere. with a child already. Yeah, like this is just <laughs> like teens dating. Like this is, or I don't know how old they are. The young adults. Um, I mean, they could be hundreds of years. Literally, <laughs> what young. is age in the show? But um, I guess Charlie's like a normal person. And then what is, what species is anyone? They're all like just animal demons. people. Like, I think is, Charlie's I, legit a demon. I think Vaggy and Angel Dust. But like, what does that mean? Okay, they have a lot of questions about mythology. Okay. But like they're all humans that like turned into demons went out except not for Char- Charlie. She but not Charlie. Charlie. But what does that mean that she's a demon? You know, like I don't understand. Okay, Charlie. 
like Charlie um, was born like of the pe- of the guy who owned Hell, like who brought Hell. So she was born. Yeah, here, but what she- are the what is he? Is he Satan? You know, like like uh, he might be Satan or something. But the point is that she didn't like commit sin on like in yeah, her life. That's the yeah, and I, and I like that perspective. It's like someone who isn't there because they isn't in hell because they like or deserve to be yeah. there. Um, I know there's a lot of the questions I'm asking have answers from auxiliary material but i'm just we're just talking from the show like, oh i don't know any of this so yeah, I, I don't know either <laughs> i've just i've heard that there are some answers um anyway i love the two of them together but definitely that was one of the things i was left wanting the most uh after the episode is to see the two of them uh more together yes gay yeah because because gay but oh yeah this gets good <laughs> uh, okay um how about Angel Dust, Michelle? You're definitely yes! the biggest Angel Dust stan. Is a porn star slash oh hooker slash just all of the above turf, just t- turf warrior? Like, yeah, <laughs> he was know. helping a friend. He was helping Cherry Bomb. I don't think so. He you, cares so you don't think that's what he normally her. does? Is no, he was just he was, that's what friends do. They help each other. Okay. <laughs> he owed her a favor. Okay, a murderous favor. What's good about yeah. Angel Dust? He has an amazing voice. He has a fascinating character design. I like that he's both very effeminate and extremely sexual. I don't see that a lot, and it's kind of great. I just, it, he's such a dick, but I kind of don't mind because he, I, I, I'm just, like, here for it. I'm here for his whole thing he's got going on. So, like, he can say shitty things to anyone, and I'm not going to care that much yet. Even though sometimes I like gasp a little, like, <gasps> like you know, I, I, I'm ready for Angel Dust to just be terrible because, like, at least, like, there, there's a line between like wherever Angel Dust is and where Alistair clearly is. So I don't think he's quite as bad as Alistair, but he's still like kind of really terrible. But again, he's like forsaken to hell for the rest of eternity, so like it's not a surprise. Yeah, I guess they're all terrible, so. Yeah, they're all terrible. Except for Charlie. But this seems to also, we also, I also think we should remember that this seems to follow, like, Christian hell rules. Like, like they imply that alcohol by itself is a sin. Like, it. Yeah. Like, like it's not just, like, being a good person sends, being a bad person sends you to hell. It's that, like, you follow specific rules. It's like, it's all, it's like good place rules. Like, it's like you have to do specific things. I did think of good place, yeah. Yeah, I I thought of place too. I was glad the pilot leaned off of the demon mythology uh, to a certain extent. I don't know. I feel like I've seen that in a lot of shows yeah. recently. Um, so, but it was more of just like a thematic device, I guess. Oh yeah, it's thematic. But I think they they mention they do mention that, it, yeah. And I think that's important to mention, like just because these people have been told they're bad, and that's why they're blah blah blah. Like that's probably what's going to be like the main theme here. Like they've been told they're bad because they're doing X things, so they think they're bad, so they act bad. They're like blah. Does does really seem like Charlie is Michael in the good place? Just wants a demon who wants to help get all the, yeah. the humans to the good brain. Like, uh, <laughs> like yeah, I guess, I guess she is a demon. Sad. But can I say something about Angel Dust? Because I really, really don't okay. like. Okay. Oh, okay. Because he's just like a huge, huge stereotype, and I don't like it. Like he's just that like effeminate gay like trope, and keep and I. And that is a very common trope, this sexual, effeminate gay person. And I don't know if I like it. Like, I think that Angel Dust is his own character, and that's fine. But, like, it does kind of rub me the wrong way, the things I see some of the times he's doing this. Like, like his entire character is, I'm gay, and I want to fuck people. Like, that's his entire character in this thing. 
Yeah, should men- should mention that he uh, is with the guy at the beginning. Um, so, uh, and he yeah. only ever makes advances with On other ma- male characters. Yeah, it's it's. I'm not saying like this is in of itself bad. It's just it does play into a stereotype I'm very familiar with, and it does feel a little bad in that way. It's it, it's hard for me to look past that. That's all. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think it's just the pilot, so there's room yeah. to build on this. I, I think there are is a unique element to Angel Dust in that regard, which is I think he's more androgynous slash non-gender conforming than the stereotype, I guess. Like, I don't know. I feel like he's yeah, femininely I, presented, uh, and that's different. That's like not like in a way that's not exactly the same. Yeah, he's not like doing like any lisps or stuff like that. Like he's feminine in a different way than the normal stereotype that the normal trope is. But it's it. And I definitely like when I first um, when the sh- when it, the show starts on him essentially after the first song, and I definitely was not sure of like what gender we're supposed to think he is. Yeah, yeah, I, exactly. Like I didn't read it as, yeah. as he was just like an effeminate gay guy. I feel like was, I almost read him as not non-binary. And I kind of wish they with. did that because yeah. it seems like they made a character like that. Yeah, and they well they also had that little nifty demon think mm-hmm. that that like he was a woman. So like, yeah, like, like we don't really know. Joke, and I don't know if I like that. Yeah. Like, yeah, like they I was, made- I was, gender and I want to. I mean, we don't get into too much, but gender in this pilot. Yeah, when Nifty gets introduced, all all she talks about is is gender. Um, <laughs> uh, it, yeah. it it makes me a little. The way that the relationship with gender in this thing is a little bit strange, considering the rest of the elements of this show. It's mm-hmm. a little bit. Um, it feels like it tries to be progressive at points, but then it kind of just misses the mark when they land a joke. I think I think it doesn't help with this when with these progressive elements because they're also just making edgy jokes like the whole yeah. time. Um, and I think Michelle said that it like it has, it has reason the show has reason to be edgy because it's in hell, which I think is a good point. I do think they they do try a little hard to be edgy at certain times. There's this one joke with uh, Vaggie. It's like was that uh, racist or sexist or, or both? You know, like um, and I think there's a few of those time elements. Um, I, I think people find those appealing. For me personally, that's not as much my type yeah. of thing. Um, so I, I don't not necessarily saying it's purely a bad thing, just more of your mileage may vary. Um, but it does gray the morality, you know, like I think it, it maybe leads to things being potentially being interpreted in different ways. I, I certainly wasn't enamored initially with how the pilot handled gender in general. It, it, it's like, um, if you're all, it, it, it makes it hard to know what the show takes seriously if it's yeah. joking about everything it and is, yeah like, and it is try- trying to joke about everything and take everything lightly so yeah i agree with that like what, what it, and I, I think i think it finds a way to sell uh the queer rep like as legitimate yeah. and, but and everything else i'm not so sure like like here's the thing like the jokes they make about like um vaggy and uh, charlie's relationship like the i don't touch the gays joke is like clearly a joke that at least validates that they are having a relationship that yeah. is gay like yeah. she's it's, it's a joke about it it's a, it, it's more a joke about these people that hate gay people than a joke about them being gay like it, but this these gender jokes about like him like them assuming angel dust is a woman like nifty assuming angel dust is a woman is just like purely a presentational thing like this person's effeminate they're a woman and like it's a joke about that and it's just really strange to me like they like with how the direction of queer joking is before this. Like, they clearly don't come from the same angle for the gender jokes, which is strange. 
Yeah, I think that's how it comes across to me too. I don't think it's the intent, so I think that in a full yeah, series, I'm not they, saying, could, they could rectify that more. Yeah, it, 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 I'm not saying it's an easy thing to do because humor is hard, but I, it's it, like, it, it comes across that way. Yeah, yeah, and I think that the the issue is that with like gender is just so difficult. <laughs> it's just like you need to like put it like you need very specific like people to like look at and be like okay. You're making fun of the wrong thing here because so many people just don't think about it like as deep. Like, I need to stop and remember like people don't think about it the same way I do in any way. Like to the extent I do a lot of the times, and like you just don't realize that people just don't think about it and they think this is a joke and they think this is okay and they don't realize that they are perpetuating a lot of transphobic and a lot of um, just heteronormative like ideas just by jokes like this and it's just really shitty. Yeah, in general, but and and uh, that's definitely something we'd be looking for. Uh, improvement in a full series but yeah yeah and again i'm not saying like i'm not attacking the show i'm just saying like this is like the type of thing that a lot of shows miss the out type on of, yeah you're saying it's like the type of thing yeah yeah okay. like this type of thing that just perpetuates it because it's just like it's so easy to make this mistake because it is just the natural thing to do yeah i think those are great points um yeah we can we can see if uh, any any other characters uh talking about bringing that but i mean we mentioned if you'll get there in a second but how about um alistair the radio demon um the uh who's who's the biggest alistair stan i don't know it might be you it might be me it might be me but i just talked a lot so i'm okay 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 i'll talk about alistair (laughs) um this isn't like a type of character that i'm in love with i think the show just sells him so hard in the presentation um the animation and it's the the, i think the the visuals stand out a lot more than the sound on the show but the one sound other than the songs like but the one sound aspect that really i think is as great as his voice um it's like radio effect over his voice. I, I think it's very effective. And um, that combined with the kind of horror presentation of him and also just, um, he just they just go kind of nuts in a few scenes with him. His backstory scene is one of my favorites. Um, and uh, his song uh, is him him riffing on Charlie's song, I think is is uh, another one of my favorites. So that's just the visual presentation is I like, I doubt they could keep it up with that for with him for a full series. Like, they, and that's generally about the whole pilot too. I doubt they could keep this high yeah. level of visuals up. So I think like that's something that they would, and that it's worth it to get more episodes, but like, um, so I wonder how, if he would pop as much without the crazy visuals, but at least in the pilot, he was, it was incredible. I think. Yeah, and I really liked the, um, going off that, like, I really liked the uh, audio stuff with, like, there's always, like, seemed like there's an audience in his microphone, too. Like, mm. there would be, like, crowd, like, it wasn't ever, like, really, like, distracting or too loud, but it was there. It was present when nice. he was talking. Yeah, yeah that's a good point. Um, so Alistair uh, is, is going to help them. He, he renames the Happy Hotel to the Hasbin Hotel. Um, and uh, I don't think it's a word. I don't know what he's... Um, has been. Has never. Have you never it's a pun on has been. been. Yeah. Like, yeah. It like, has not been. spelled that way. But like, like they don't like, like make it a joke in the show. Like it's like <laughs> they just it just happens anyway. Um, and uh, so he's gonna he gives them the staff and he's gonna to help the project just for his entertainment. Do we trust Alistair? I mean, no, no. obviously not. <laughs> he's off. Like the way he's been described by Veggie, it's like. Yeah, he he came, he was a human, he came in, messed up all the demons who were already in hell, took over, and then radio broadcasted every terrible thing he was doing. I mean, that's that's as sketchy as you can be in hell, and that's who he is. So, yeah, yeah I th- you trust him? 
I think it's a unique take. Usually this character would be like ambiguous. It's like, oh, can we try? But this is like, oh, here's the most evil guy. He's helping us. I think that's the show's yeah. uh, take on that type of thing. You know what he reminds me of? Dylan? He reminds me of Toffee a lot. Uh, that's high praise, but uh, like you know, not not like not, I mean, like a, he feels that archetype. Yeah, I think Toffee was more ambiguous at first. At, at um, first, this guy's but you're not right. Ambiguous. He's he's like the, yeah, he's all the kind. I see him as like all business, like Toffee. Um, yeah, there's there's a lot of star similarities. I think just because Charlie's very uh, star from Star, star Wars Force of Evil. This is like uh, Star Wars Force Evil in, in Hell, but for this adults. Is, this is Star Wars Force of Evil if Star was allowed to say fuck. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> I'd say bitch yeah there you go um that's uh <laughs> and I think that's the that's a good comparison with Charlie but I like that Toffee comparison with Alistair as well um we talked a little bit about Sir Pentius already um and uh, it's like oh is he a one episode villain no he's alive at the end that's fine and he may or may not have a son I mean honestly like it seems like, <laughs> like he has a son he doesn't know yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, hopefully finds him yeah okay <laughs> Like a really emotionally moving arc for, for this. Follow his up on that, Like Angel that just actually happens to be his son. <laughs> that act that would actually be really funny. That would be amazing. <laughs> I would actually want to see that now. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't have a lot of thoughts about Serpentius. I, I just most love his uh, interactions as boss of the Egg Boys. Um, and uh, another character I don't have a lot of thoughts about, Cherry Bomb. Um, I have literally zero. Cherry very- Bomb. She's, she's, she's. Tough girl. She has I bombs. Her show, her I was sure you were say she's hot. Like I was sure that's. I like think she gonna... is hot. Everyone's hot in the show. I mean, <laughs> come on, I said it before. Yeah, like Michelle she's said hot. the two things about her. But, but also, she. I don't know. I kind of. She reminds me of like a certain kind of like bad girl who's kind of punk that feels very 90s to me kind of like tank girl if any of you ever read the tank girl comics but she's like i like her and i I like um her relationship with angel dust because they're both just kind of like these bad people doing this stuff they shouldn't be doing but again they're in hell and i don't know they're they they vibe with each other in a platonic way and even with bad people i still kind of like that yeah, that was the one aspect I could latch on to with Cherry Bomb is she has some backstory with Angel Dust. I think that's mm-hmm. potentially pretty interesting. Um, other than that, I think you didn't really need her in this pilot. Um, there's a few aspects. It's like, we didn't really need this if this was going to be like cut down to 23. You know, like we could cut out her scenes and stuff. But she's just a really cool design, at least. I think um, Serpentius is the same way for me. Like, you I, I, Yeah, I think you maybe didn't need as much Serpentius. Um, we got like long intro scenes for Angel Dust and Serpentius. And it's like, okay, let, let's get let's move. Let's move on with this. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I think Serpentius at least is is involved in the the climax of that. But I think you, stuff. I think you can have the ending of this episode, like Serpentius showing up and getting beat, without ever needing any context for him. You just have to know he's like a villain who thinks he's like, or like he's a demon that thinks he's hot stuff, and then he gets yeah, like yeah. I I, 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 I don't funnier. mind spending more time with him though. And again, like if we don't know if this is going to get more of a show or not, proper. I I think it's fair to try to put in as many characters no, yeah. as you would yeah, imagine yeah. would be pretty I, important to a series to give them some breathing I, room to give people an idea, an audience, an idea of the, their whole thing. Yeah, we're used to we're used to critiquing like network shows, and a lot of my reaction to this was like, okay, here are the parts I would cut, like playing script out, right? Yeah, and it's, yeah. And it, and it, and it's like that's not you know that's not yeah it's that's not, not what this is. It has it, a right. different goal, right? Yeah, so I I like. 
it, like if we we're gonna cuss it, but there's no need. You could have made this. Yeah, longer. it's fine. I, I like, think, <laughs> but I mean, like, I think there might, like, I guess, yeah. Like, I just don't know how you market a pilot, but I just mean, like, I think there is easily a first episode of a show here. You just have to edit it a little differently, is what I'm saying. Like, I think. Uh, okay, I will say I came in expecting this to be more of a mess, um, and. <laughs> Why I, I, that? Well, it's just like this this indie project they've been working on for so long. But, like, obviously, they're just going to cram everything in. It's not going to be a real episode. This was like a legit I, pilot. Like, I think this like legitimately I, can work as a pilot for a series. So I was really impressed with that. But that's why I, I think I like yeah. it. I mean, again, they've been working on it a long time, which means they've been finessing it for a long yeah, time. Yeah, uh, the two, two sides of no the coin here. Like, you know, get a lot, a lot of time to make it better, or you have a lot of time to not make it not as tight. But, but that's why um, I like the second half so much. It's just the second half is really tight. Like, it's just like you're in yeah. the hotel, and that's it, and it's just characters interacting with each other. And there's not, like, a lot of, like, craziness happening other than dealing with yeah, how I, the characters I, Well, I think there's some stuff in the second half, which I'll get to in a second. But, yeah, I, I, I generally agree. There's some intro scenes and stuff. But... Um, no, I bet yeah, as, as much, yes, yeah, I do have criticisms of like, it, it's too much being in here. Obviously, I understand why it is in here. That being said, I like, I think this 95% legitimately works as a pilot, which is like very impressive. Um, that, that accomplishing that, like without network backing. Um, and here's, here's parts I think you could cut. Husk and Nifty, um, the introduction of the two new, uh, people at the hotel, which don't do anything quite yet. Um, but we got their, <laughs> okay. we got their intros. People seem to like Husk. Um, Why? Because he's, he's, he's like, because he's so jaded. He doesn't want any but, of this shit, but he has to be here anyway, and I kind of love it. He's just crow, Dylan. I don't know who yeah, that but, is, but but he's a dog, so it's cool. Like he's like an animal. So he's an <laughs> alcoholic, gambling, tired old man. Yeah, and I love great. it. Yeah. Okay, so that's how it's got nifty. Uh, Cool, cool design. Don't really. She just comes in he talking about men and women, but uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That was uncomfortable. Yeah. Nifty, I was really excited for her for her design, and I'm like, oh, please she shut start up. talking. Yeah, please shut up. <laughs> I agree with that. Yeah, I uh, did feel like we could have pushed the intros, but it's like, oh, here's uh, here's the cruise. That's fine. Um, and we didn't. I just wish they started with Charlie instead of with like they started like they introduced introduced people like kind of randomly like. That's what yeah, I and they, they do. They, yeah, they, in the beginning, they go to Angel Dust and Serpentius and stuff. Anyway, um, we have Charlie's uh, intro number, which I think. But is I mean, like that's. I, I didn't really like include that. Like it's just like a separate object. It, like in terms it's, of, it show. seems a little separate as different design in the beginning. Um, how about Katie Killjoy and Tom Trench? We've talked about them a little bit. The the news anchors. Um, that they're, they're pretty funny. Yeah, they were fine. They like, were. I, yeah. I, Katie Killjoy was, I think more fun but she also had more lines she had a lot more lines she was yeah. more of a presence yeah uh I, tom, yeah. tom gets just gets shit on so it's yeah like that, whenever lines. whenever katie moves she sounds like a skeleton whose bones are cracking all the time which i kind of like because it sells the spookiness of this underworld yeah was this good to release this michelle three days before halloween think so because then the momentum builds till the halloween day yeah (laughs) and i think (laughs) okay Uh... (laughs) it's also hard not to separate this from like obviously what they're trying to riff on with this like dylan we saw this in young justice with like godfrey or whatever his name was like this is like even less subtle than that is this Morning Joe of the, of this world? Is this uh? Well, I, I'm thinking it's to... more like just Fox and Friends. Like this is just this is like Fox and Friends. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah, they're just like shitting on each other constantly instead of pretending to be friends, though. 
Yeah, uh, that's good. I mean, everyone's terrible to each other. I guess that's the the stick. Also, I really like the uh, that was shit uh, guy after. Yeah, that dream. <laughs> so he said, "Wow, Charlie's yeah. dreams." It's great. Um, yeah, go, going over the songs. Yeah, we we talked about every every demon's a rainbow and Alistair's reprise. I'm always chasing rainbows in the beginning. Um, too, I think we talked about that as well. I think I think all three all three. Really that good. was to me considering I knew nothing about this show. It what? It was really confusing, Dylan, because I just turned on the episode and just started then, with the song. It's also like, oh, this be a musical the entire time? No, not really. Um, no. Sometimes. Like, I had no idea what to expect going into this show. It just starts with this slow... It, it starts kind of like the Steven Universe movie, and then it's, like, <laughs> very different. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's very not what I was... That's the... <laughs> and then it takes a turn. Yeah, I think in general, the musical parts worked really well for me. The um, visually creative parts worked really well. Um, and then there's some... Uh, just talking parts, which maybe weren't uh, didn't work as well for me, but of course there's the other stuff too. Um, but uh, I think, yeah, I don't know. Is it going to be a music? Would it be a musical all the time as a series? I think that'd be cool if there's just a lot of songs. Yes, there's just a lot of elements here, and I don't know how they make this like a consistent show while doing all these elements. Like something has to. I feel like something has to like drift in order to get this as a possible thing they can produce. Yeah, I, I do think it's too much, but. Um... I'd love if they did everything. You can go in a lot of directions from this. Like, this is a good display of a lot of potential, but it would have to be narrowed, I think, um, in terms of characters, plot focus. I mean, I mean, see a lot of plot itself focus, but, um, and, uh, like, elements, you know. Mythology. Uh, mythology. How do you know about mythology? mythology? Focus on it... Charlie. Yeah. <laughs> I do I do think the, sh- the, the, the pilot made a good choice of focusing on the characters. You know, I don't know anything about the mythology, really. I mean, they have a cleansing. Um, <laughs> the purge every year. Exter- they have a purge every year. Um, and um, I think I read it's by heaven, but the episode doesn't even say that. Oh. It's like, yeah, oh. So, oh well, I guess that's really oh. concerning, then. Oh, no, no, that makes sense, because the opening song shows, like, angels killing a bunch of people. So that's what that was. Yeah, there's... Mm. And there's maybe like one line about I don't know, but there's a lot of uh, I didn't even know it was like the, the these people were like former humans except for like one line um, yeah. into the episode. So um, they definitely don't hold your hand through the mythology of it, which um, is why I think it works better second viewing. Things kind of click easier. Anyway, uh, Michelle, other things we even talked about or, or final thoughts on the Aspen Hotel pilot? I just. I get that it feels a little messy, but I kind of don't mind it because I I was 100% engaged the whole time for half an hour. And I just like, I I love the voice cast. I love the animation. Um, I do think a lot of the jokes landed for me. Um, And I I do want to see more. I think this is a, a very particular project we have here, but it's like, it, it's it's honestly hard to compare it to a lot of other things, and I really like that about it anyway. And yeah, it's an indie thing. I think it should be allowed to just kind of play outside of the network box for a while and, and see what it wants to do on its own accord, not having to please any executives. Like, that's kind of a rare thing, and I want to give them like a little space to do that before I criticize them too much. It's a good point. We talk a lot on this podcast about how network execs ruin a lot of things and we're not uh, covering any shows that aren't network shows like really, honestly. And, and it is basically impossible to i would say literally impossible to make a animated series without the backing of a of a, stu- a major studio i mean i think like dragon prince is the closest thing to Nintendo yeah. studio making a show they have like netflix backing um to a certain extent uh like 
this is very refreshing, I think. Like, I, I think, like, in some ways, this is like, oh, they aren't backed by, um, you know, they, they don't have to constrain themselves to anything. But in other ways, it's like, oh, then why couldn't we have had uh, a bunch of queer kisses in this first episode? You know, like, if it's not, like, restrained, I feel like it could have been <laughs> even more unrestrained. Um, but, like, you know, it'd be amazing if this could be a series without backing. I don't think it's possible. But, like, um, it, we, it would we'll be see. much, things would be much better it, if we had a different system yeah. for these, you know, like, if, if this is a good argument for crowdfunding, I think. Like, if this could be a crowdfunded <laughs> yes. series. Um, yeah, I, I do think it's like the, 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 the pipeline animation to pipeline developments, uh, very unfriendly to indie shows just by necessity of the medium. Um, and this is very refreshing to see something different. Um, Sarah P, uh, final thoughts has been a top pilot. Uh, I should stop talking because I'm already trying to figure out how to talk about Transformers and reference it. So, yeah. <laughs> No, please no. Don't see how you'd connect. Her. When will like, oh, Alistair say what's shaken? Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> when will the eighty talk start don't playing? I don't understand that with that reference. I don't understand that either. You're not okay. alone. No, Sarah, the Sarah's got you. Don't you're worry. You're referencing. You're referencing a podcast that never came out. So yeah, exactly. <laughs> there you go. Okay. So we're referencing a movie that you guys need to see because it's an amazing we'll movie. See. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Sarah, do you final thoughts on Aspen Hotel? Um. Yeah. I. I really was. I found it clicked better on second viewing um i felt like that the jokes made a little more sense and things um flowed a bit better um overall it was fun and i really hope to see more yeah definitely yeah i think sarah and i watched her like what after the yeah we're just like um okay that happened (laughs) okay that's exactly what happened with me and kate kate and i looked at each other we're like that was something (laughs) really wasn't a lot of reaction there for yeah like it's like but uh, yeah, okay. It's be- it's better breaking it down and watching it again. And um, it-, it was a lot of fun. I I'm definitely gonna rewatch this in the future, and absolutely would love to see a full series of this. Any criticisms aside, like this, yes. this would be yeah. top of my list to see uh, as a new show moving forward. Still a good pilot. It's just yeah. Also, like for- pilots are hard to make, and this yeah. is like has a lot of pros. Like. I mean, you know, it's also like been in development for forever, but like it's you know, like there's a lot of good things about this, and first episodes are very hard. Yeah. Um. So the, a lot of these criticisms would apply to a lot of pilots as well. Okay, there you go. Let us know what you thought of the Hasbun Hotel pilots on our website overlyanimated.com, on our the YouTube comments at youtube.com/overlyanimated, um, on our Discord overlyanimated.com/discord. We've been talking about this in the NSFW general channel, um, and. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know what other Hasbun Hotel pods we could get out of this. We could revisit it in a little bit. I assume there won't be new content, but... Um, I mean, there might be another 30-second clip for you all to talk about. Maybe yeah, there'll exactly. be more clips coming out, yeah. <laughs> Finally, all the clips came together. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, consider supporting us on Patreon at patreon.com slash animated. Thanks to all our current patrons, especially our patron podcast. Hugh, a.k.a. Hugh Neutron, and thanks to Cyrus, our patron executive producers, Ryan, Steve, Alex, Beatrice, Hugh, Michael, and Needle. Also, a special shout-out to Needle, big Hasbun Hotel stan. Oh, um, really? So. I got to talk to Big him. Charlie stan. Big Yay. Charlie stan. Yeah, talk to Yeah, let's go on Discord and talk to Needle about Hasbun Hotel. <laughs> Everyone talk to Needle. He'll <laughs> Of course, the best part of Discord, right? And uh, <laughs> then that's it. Check out our other, we cover a bunch of animated shows uh, at overlyanimated.com if uh, we have recently talked about BoJack stuff, and new season came out. And also, Shira, Shira is coming up as well. Yay! And Ruby. So find all that at overlandmade.com. Thanks for listening, guys. We will see you next time. Bye. 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 Shaking. <laughs>